0: What is up? What is up and welcome back to another episode of Blood and Beer, the show where I talk blood sport and drink beer. Um it's been a minute since I've uh, made an episode. I've been working a ton lately. I haven't been drinking beer, haven't been been watching all the fights. Just haven't had the time to sit down and be making the show like I had been. I didn't didn't have the energy for it, but I'm back. I'm looking forward to bringing you episodes weekly bi weekly. We'll be uh we'll be doing this again. Hopefully I can uh keep this going this time sorry about my absence but enough of that since i've been gone there's a ton that's happened in the mma world uh boxing bare knuckles been doing its thing jake paul's been doing whatever jake paul does you know lots been going on but in the ufc you know we got two new champions since my last episode we got islam makachev defeated charles Oliveira for the belt we got Leon Edwards with a comeback knockout in the last minute of a 25-minute war with Kamaru Usman. So there's a lot that's been going on and then tons of new contenders as well. We'll jump into that in just a second. But first, our beer. Went to the gas station, grabbed the first thing I saw. This is a Sunspun Shandy by Rheingeist. It's a shandy with grapefruit and orange juice. I don't fucking know. It's been a minute since I've had a beer, so That's really fucking good. That tastes like juice. Wow. I don't even know if that's a beer. But that's really good. That tastes like uh that tastes like juice. Yeah, we're gonna give that a solid score. I don't know, eight, eight, one, eight, two. Might be being generous for my first episode back, not having a beer in so long. Back into the combat sports world, though. So as I was saying, lots, lots been going on since the last episode. We have the new champs in the UFC. We got a ton of new contenders. Also, um, Sean O'Malley he took down Piotr Jan. He became the number one contender for the bantamweights. We got Arnold Allen working his way up uh, the UFC rankings, looking for a title shot. Rafael Fazid. Um dude looks like the Matrix out there. He's a beast at lightweight. Uh, he beat Rafael Dos Anjos and then everybody else that's been put in front of him. He's just, he's that dude. He's coming up fast. Then we also have Alex Pereira, a kickboxer with some serious power. He's the guy that uh, defeated Izzy twice in kickboxing, but we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. This episode, we're going to be just looking ahead. At everything going on for the rest of the year in the UFC, Bellator um, rising a little bit, PFL. We're just gonna go over what we got ahead, and then at the end of the episode, we're gonna make some picks for this upcoming UFC card. Um, it's not the best, but it's got some entertaining fights, some some close matchups on it. But yeah, let's just jump right in. Um, the first big thing we got going on for the UFC is UFC two eighty one. That's not this weekend, but next weekend, November twelfth. That's Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pereira. These two were bitter rivals in kickboxing. They fought twice. And like I said, Pereira, he beat him twice. Once was a decision. The other time was a brutal knockout. You can find the video online. But um, I mean, Izzy had to have an oxygen mask. He was stiffened with a left hook. And since coming to the UFC, that's what Pereira's been doing. I mean, dude, uh, he slept Sean Strickland. He... Um, I forget the guy's name that he fought in his UFC debut, but landed a flying knee, got the knockout there. Dude's legit, and he's got some serious power. So that's going to be a fun card. And we also get to see Carla Esparza defend her belt for the first time against Zhang Wei Li. Um, And then Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. Who else is on that? Oh, Frankie Edgar's retirement fight. He's taking on Chris Gutierrez. I mean, it's going to be a hell of a card. Get my phone out of here. It's making too much noise. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, and then Dominic Reyes—he's coming back as well, taking on Ryan Span. Next week's episode, I'll be going over all these fights, but it's gonna be—it's gonna be fun. And then after that card on November twelfth, November eighteenth, so the following Friday, Bellator two eighty eight on Showtime, we get to see the rematch of Corey Anderson taking on Vadim Nemkov. These two fought earlier this year in the light heavyweight uh, Grand Prix finale and Corey anderson was starting to run away with it he was about to take vadim demkov's belt but then as he's hitting some ground and pound getting some nice shots off they stopped the fight because vadim is split up so bad and it happened due to an accidental headbutt right before the end of the third round so they didn't get to go to the judges scorecards. they called it a no contest um so they're rematching it running it back that's going to be a fun fight and on that same card we got patricky fieri he's taking on uh Khabib Nurmagomedov's brother or cousin, Umar Nurmagomedov, who's also undefeated in the UFC or in Bellator, um, you know, Dagestan. They're taking over all the sports. They got Islam Makhachev as the champ in UFC, and now they're looking to have Umar Nurmagomedov as the champ in Bellator for lightweight. So that's on Showtime, November 18th. And then rounding out November, we have the PFL 2022 Championship. It's going to be PFL's. First pay-per-view, so that's going to be twenty-nine ninety-nine. It's run by ESPN, I believe, and there's some fucking bangers on that card. Honestly, um, we get to see Shane Burgos, UFC vet, taking on another UFC vet and Marlon Marias. That's not for a PFL championship. That's just on the prelims, and that's going to be a fun fight because Burgos throws down, and Marias is skilled, but I don't know if that chin's there. He got knocked out quite a few times in his last uh, last couple go arounds in the UFC. And then also we get to see Bubba Jenkins back in action, Sabadoo Sai, Kayla Harrison. She's going for her third championship in PFL. She's trying to become a three-time champ. Um, I I forget the girl's name that she's fighting, but man, this girl was running through the competition during the regular season and in the uh, tournament portion of it. So this might be Kayla Harrison's toughest test yet, but I still think... She's been fighting trash cans for the most part. PFL looks like they're working to get a lot better uh fighters in her division so that she sticks around and can really prove herself as one of the best in the world. But yeah, that is November. Ah, and I don't have the date written down. I wanna say it's uh November twenty sixth, but I'm not a hundred percent sure at this time. But it's gonna be pay per view, which is kinda odd because I don't think that PFL has the big names to bring people spending 30 bucks, 20 bucks, or even 10 bucks to watch one card. You know, Kayla Harrison, she's a big name, but who's really paying to watch her fight? It's a stacked card, don't get me wrong, but $30 is a it's a hefty price for that one. We'll have to see, but they're ambitious and they are the I think they have the second highest viewership of all the combat sports. Um and then in December, we're going to be starting off with UFC Fight Night nor, I don't have any other fight nights on here except for this one because this looks like it's got the best fight night card of the year. It's got Kevin Holland versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson headlining, so that's going to be a fun striking affair. And then in the co-main, we have Ty Tuivasa taking on Sergei Pavlovich. Um, you know, Ty Tuivasa throws the fuck down. He's a warrior. If you didn't see his last fight with Cyril Gone, he lost the fight, but it was fun as hell. Dude made it a war. And then also on the card, we got Nico Price coming back. He's taking on Phil Rowe, uh, Derek Brunson versus Jack Hermanson, Rafael Dos Anjos versus Brian Barbarena. There's a ton of other fights that just great matchups. Just not going to get into them all right now. We'll break it down closer to that date. But it's going to be a fun, fun event. And then following that, there's UFC 282. Glover Teixeira versus Yuri Prohaska, too. Um, if you remember earlier this year when they fought, it was a sloppy ass fight, but it was a war for sure. Um, Yuri ended up submitting Glover in the last round. I think it was in the last minute also to take that belt on the undercard of that. We got Jan Blachowicz taking on Magomed Ankalaev in what's going to be, I'm sure a stand up war. Both dudes have real heavy hands and really good boxing. Patty, the Batty Pimblitz making his comeback. He's taking on Jared Gordon. And then we have Bryce Mitchell taking on Ilya Topuria, Battle of the Grapplers. But I tell you, this Ilya Topuria dude, not a lot of people know about him. He's got great jiu-jitsu, but super heavy hands, super quick striking. And then also on the card, we get to see uh, Robbie Lawler, Darren Till's making his comeback. Jarzinho Rosenstrakes taking on Kyle Dawkus, um Alexander Gustafsson, Oven St. Prue. list goes on. It's going to be a fun one as well. And then, also, what we got going on, we have uh, Bellator at the end of the year. They're doing a cross-promotion fight card with Ryzen Championship in Japan, and they're going to have their featherweight champ, Patricio Pitbull Fieri, his brother who's fighting on November 18th, is their lightweight champ, but the featherweight champ, he's fighting on it against ryzen's best featherweight we got aj mckee the former featherweight champion he's now at lightweight and he's taking on ryzen's best lightweight Um, kyoji horiguchi former bellator and ryzen champ he's fighting someone from ryzen as well it's going to be a fun card and i tell you i love when these promotions take risks like this do something that no one does you don't see these cross promotion things anymore because nobody wants to be have to say Yep, they have better fighters than us, and they just proved it. I feel like everybody's scared. They Everyone thinks they have the best fighters, but nobody actually wants to push their chips in the middle of the table and say, you know, let's just fucking prove it. Let's see who's really the best. Oh, I've been talking a lot. Oh, and uh, I don't know how I missed this, how I forgot to bring it up at the beginning of the episode, but one championship they recently signed with amazon prime and it's been amazing um i've been following one for a while that's where demetrius johnson fights eddie alvarez was fighting there for a while it's where ben Askren comes from or came from to the ufc it's they've got super entertaining fights i talked about them a lot earlier this year with their um, mixed rules fight they they do just they really do a mixed card the whole way through. They have Muay Thai kickboxing, a super series kickboxing with four-ounce gloves. They have submission grappling. They have they have everything. They do super heavyweights. And MMA as well. I mean, they're just a very fun promotion. And now they're on Amazon Prime. A lot of the times, they'll do two cards in a day, one in the morning for their Chinese fans, and then they'll have their main card at night on Amazon Prime. You get to see Demetrius Johnson. He reclaimed the gold over there actually recently against Adriano Marias. Um, he you know he lost it earlier this year or late last year due to a flying knee to the head or flying knee on the ground to the head. It was I don't know. It's awesome to see just these promotions getting these deals and becoming available to everyone. So check your local listings or your Amazon Prime listings for the next card because they put on some absolute battles. And their fighters are just super entertaining. It's one of those promotions that it's got big names, it just flies under the radar. All right. yeah, again, this shandy I'm telling you, eight two it's It's the bees fucking' knees. It's Reingeist, and it's the Sunspun Shandy. I'm sorry if I seem a little bit out of out of rhythm or I'm flying through it or something. It's been a long time since I've done one of these, did one of these done, got one of these done, um, so it's just good getting back into the swing of things. But as I said, we're going to make some picks for this weekend's UFC card. Um, it's going to be, eh, it's not the most entertaining card, but we got a pay-per-view the next weekend, so not all of them can be home run hitters. This one's UFC Fight Night, Marina Rodriguez versus Amanda Lemos. Uh, Both these women are strikers. Marina Rodriguez, she's a forward pressure fighter, has real technical striking, kicks, punches, really just keeps the pressure on you and will pick you apart as she's doing it, walks you down. Amanda Lemos, on the other hand, she's not gonna keep walking you down the whole fight, but she's got some serious one-punch knockout power. I mean, you don't see that a lot in women's MMA where someone can put your lights out in one shot. You got Amanda Nunez who can do it. Other than that, maybe Chris Cyborg, she hasn't done it in a while. But with Amanda Lemos, she can seriously do it. And she also can get it done on the ground. Now, Lemos is coming in as a plus 175 underdog. So, you know, you're getting a lot of money back if she does get that win. But Marina Rodriguez, she's fought some dangerous, dangerous women. Uh, and not gotten taken she doesn't go to the ground if she doesn't want to and she seems to really control the pace and the stand-up i just think that ability to control the fight and where it goes when you want it to be there is going to be her advantage her fight iq i think she's going to walk away with this so even though you're going to get a lot of money back if flamos lands one of those bombs i'm saying that uh I'm saying that Lemos is going to not get the win. Go roll with Marina Rodriguez for the win, even at minus 210. And then in the co-main event on that, another pick we're going to be making, it's Neil Magny, the vet. He's taking on, um, oh shit, Daniel Rodriguez, who just recently fought Li Jingling um, during that whole Nate Diaz fiasco card with Kamzat Shamayev where they uh, had to rearrange all the main events because... Hamzat missed weight by like 10 pounds. So Daniel Rodriguez has some super good boxing. Neil Magny's also got good boxing, good kicks. Both are pretty pretty good stand-up. I think what the difference maker here is, is Neil Magny in the clinch. He's got vicious knees, real good elbows, and he's got a real ability to control range. If he wants it close, he'll get it close. If he wants to keep it at distance, he, he does that as well. He's got another guy with a great fight IQ and he really only struggles against super strong wrestlers, it seems, and that's not Daniel Rodriguez's style. So I'm picking Neil Magny to walk away the winner in this one. He's a, he's a favorite, just slightly minus 120, so it's almost a pick em fight, but this is going to be a fun fight, I think, as well. Neil Magny always puts on a show, as does Daniel Rodriguez. So I picked two favorites there. The other fight that we're going to be talking about We're going to go with the dog on this one. It's Mark Madsen. He's taken on Grant Dawson. Both are really good wrestlers. Um, Mark Madsen, I want to say he's an Olympic gold medalist, but if he's not a gold medalist, I know he wrestled in the Olympics. Dude's a beast. He's got great control, great wrestling in general. Every guy he fights, it's not the most entertaining, but he holds him there. He does a little bit of damage. He looks for submissions a little bit. He's 12-0 for a reason. He knows how to control the fight. He's a +220 underdog and his wrestling is a total X factor. I can't believe he's at +220, so my money's on him. Those are my three picks this weekend's card. Could be wrong, you know. They're they're all kind of tough picks, the Pickums always are, but that's what we have go- going on this weekend. There's a bunch of other fights as well. But then if you don't want to watch that card if you think that looks boring, that doesn't look like it's got a lot of names i want to see you could also tune in to bare knuckle fight club this weekend saturday at 9 p.m the main event starts that's on the bare knuckle app that's going to be a fun fun card as well because bare knuckle always has just tons of knockouts and quick knockouts because they're hitting each other with fucking bricks so that's what we got for you i appreciate you tuning in thanks for watching uh, look forward like i said to be bringing you these once a week or once every other week and um yeah thank you